once again, folks, to This Week in Gay, your weekly recap of everything newsworthy in the LGBTQI and every other, uh, what is it now, Q-I-C-T-R? I don't believe in Q. Yeah, no. just throw a fucking can of alphabet soup at it. <laughs> hey, uh, we got your news. Your news is right here for you, baby. And without any further ado, let me introduce my wonderful cohorts, cohort, cohort, all oh, the people in the fucking room. Uh, <laughs> can you believe I'm an, an announcer and I do this for a living? Uh, no. No. <laughs> all right. Those people yelling at me, of course, are David, that blue jeans guy. Hi. How's Joke? everybody doing? Joey from, we're doing Joey from Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Hello, everybody. Mr. Uh, Larry Queen. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> Last but not least, Mr. Brother Sinatus. Good evening. Good evening, folks. And hello, chat room. Once again, we have a we have a pretty nice crowd this week. <laughs> Hi, folks. How you doing in there? We have, I see Toppy Smelly. I see Turnipad. And I see some other idlers. I love it. It's like take out your romper room mirror. Yeah, and exactly. I always wanted them to say my name. I have a common name, and that bitch never ever <laughs> said it. It's because romper room was a communist TV show. That's why. Oh God. <laughs> I agree. I right. it was filmed in Good night, folks. Speaking speaking of stuff that spews out of our mouths, <laughs> let's go over some reader email. So. Let's actually, Larry, why don't you read the first email here that we got here from our listeners? Hold on. Before you, before you do that, just hold on one second because they're mostly directed at me. <laughs> and I just want to say, like, the re- we get these right away and they're sent to me right away with Anthony sends them to me always right away. And I was not not on the show last week because I was avoiding these um, because I do have some retort to things. But I do want you to know that this makes me really happy. I want people to write in and say, you are right, you are wrong, okay? Because we are not a true news organization. We are truly a bunch of commentators, much like in the style of The View. Um, We report stuff and then we discuss it. And and many times we will point out if we even feel that the person who wrote the article has an agenda because unfortunately media is not – as unbiased as it once upon a time was. So, I mean, I will respond to these. We encourage you, if you think we're wrong, please take the time, <laughs> write an email, and let's talk about it. I believe that anytime we can generate discussion and conversation, that's what this country and nay, this world needs. So, please, we really do appreciate these, and I don't take anything personally. Yeah, and I'm just glad people are listening. <laughs> I mean, if we've, if we've, somebody actually takes the time to write us an email, we've struck a chord somewhere, so we've created an emotion. I think it's important, and I will um, respond to each of them. All right, so, uh, yeah, Larry, why don't you read the first one here? So, are, are there two there, or is that just one whole? No, it's two. So, it's the first one starts Joey, Joey, Joey. <laughs> okay. Joey, Joey, Joey. Where do I start? He actually Boston? wrote, where do we start? Do I start? Not that I want to pick on his English, but go on. <laughs> oh, bitch. Uh, laws are based on the Bible. Laws are not based on the Bible. Many of them just happen to be common with con- normal common sense. Morality predates religion, and you will find that religion has simply incorporated this, these into their teaching, as they do with everything. 
I'm an atheist and don't need some imaginary old fart living on a cloud to tell me to treat others as I'd like to be treated. If you if your laws were biblically based, you would be living in a theocracy since the first half of the commandments deal with God being so insecure, he bans people from even contemplating other gods or worshiping idols and how we need to worship him. Talk about needy, whiny little bitch. <laughs> and that's from Robert. Now, I want to just address this really quick. And, and I can tell this is an atheistic point of view. And I want to just say out here that, um, and I've said this before, I'm really at a weird spot currently in my religious views. Um, and I don't disagree with some of the stuff that you say. I don't, I don't think that God, if you believe in God or some spiritual force, really cares if you worship him daily. I, that to me, I do understand. I have, you know, I'm a Catholic by birth. And by teaching, I also was a religion minor in school. I'll be at a Catholic school, but I did study every major religion and different impacts that they had. Um, and Because I'm always searching and I'm always trying to think what is next. And no, do I believe that God listens to us when we say, oh, God, let me win the lottery. Let me do this. No, I believe I believe in an energy in the world. And I'm not even sure if God is still around or not. That does not alter my day to day things, I know that there are things greater than me. Um, with that being said, I still do disagree with your believing that I do believe laws are still, I don't want to say biblically based, but you know, we can say biblical because the Bible and the Torah and the first half of the Bible is the Torah. And those are the original, as we have them, religious uh, texts. Now, what I'm going to say is I do still think that most countries in this world, as currently is, laws are some type of religiously faith-based. In Middle Eastern countries, it is acceptable and morally acceptable to still, at this point, stone women. It is morally and acceptable to circumcise a woman so they have no sexual gratification. And those are laws that are considered acceptable and okay. Our country, at one point, it was acceptable, because the Bible also said so, but it was acceptable to own other humans. It was acceptable slavery. Many things have been acceptable, and religion has been used for as, as an excuse, but I disagree with your premise that you think that morality predates the Bible. I highly disagree, because before those times, it was acceptable to murder and rape for survival. I think it was even acceptable because we justified it in our own way. Unfortunately, in the name of God or in the name of some religion, as many times we have justified our atrocities. It goes on every day in the Middle East between the Jewish religion and the Muslim religions. We still, if you go back as far as you can, most of these rules that we put in place for us to stop killing each other is because we know that man can only say so far we can say, no, 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 this is wrong, this is bad. But if you let people think that there's somebody greater, there's a big brother watching over them, which is really where they've infused religion. I mean, sometimes I think that's why religion was created, was to keep people in line. But prior to that time, and I'm really trying to think back, uh, you know, it was very normal to kill your enemies. If we want to go to Roman times, which is predates Christianity, it was, oh, if your wife 
cheated on you, you could kill her. She actually was supposed to commit suicide if she committed adultery. If your children disobeyed you, a man had the right to kill them. So many of these things that were standard practices, we took the Judeo-Christian Bible and we took those and said, these are laws of God. Ten Commandments are not the laws of Islam. They are the laws of, of Christianity and, and Judaism. And yep. Europe, Europe and the United States and most of the Western Hemisphere are religious-based laws. This what? country, hold on, okay. I'll be done in a second. But <laughs> whether we want to believe it or not, the United States was founded by puritanical people. The, not even that. This area was settled with the idea of we were going to actually be stricter religious people, even though we say it's freedom of religion. We This country was founded with the idea of having stricter religious guidelines over here. The pilgrims didn't wear all black because they thought it was a fashion statement. Really, unfortunately, and I do think it's unfortunate, uh, these, this is why those things were created and founded. If you really stem it back, they were because God said it's wrong to kill. Because back in the Roman times, think of all the people could kill another person. You know what? The, the TV show on HBO is historically accurate. If you can get hold of Rome, it would show you that you did what you had to do to survive and things were acceptable. And there was some point that we realized that people are killing each other over nothing except for their own perceived survival. So on that sense, I do understand it. I don't believe in the idea of God sitting there and telling us what to do. Um, but I, I think that fundamentally religion is the base of many of our laws. I guess if anybody wants to disagree with me, that's fine. But I, I'm, if you can back up why you don't believe that, then please send me an email. I think I gave you some backup things too. Does anyone want to take Joanne on this? Anyone? Please do. Well, if you disagree with me, please do. Please, I, I would, I would love I, to be told I, I, otherwise. I'm backing off on disagreeing with you, Joey, because I think you know how I feel, and I, my role, I think, on this show is to more to provide the venue for the conversation. Yeah, but, but uh, this is the whole thing. I know how you feel. I know you may not believe in God, and and the reality is, a God may not even exist, and there may be no such thing. I'm, I am willing to concede that point. But the point that I'm making is, somebody said. How do we keep these people in line? Oh, wait a minute. There's somebody who sees everything at all time. The same way that you say to a child through the month of December, Santa's watching, and if you're not being have, he's, he's going to know not it's, to bring you stuff. If you want to put it to the most basic form, it's the same thing. It's funny when you, you say that, you know, when I give the idea of possibly a world government trying to control all of us, you guys call me conspiracy theories. Hmm... Maybe it's just an extension of what was been going on for centuries. Well, Anthony, the reason why a world government will never truly exist is for the exact reason we're arguing. There's too many different opinions in religions, and those religions will never get along. But and how that's do you know that's they not will part of their work. plan? No, they're not smart enough. And the fact that people are blowing each other up every day over a God who may or may not who exist, who all have, they all believe they're doing it in the name of God. And this oh, God is obviously I think that's part of different the, things. I think that's part of their plan, but let's, let's let some other people talk here. And then we, I wish we were that organized actually. Then we got to get to some news, but, uh, but yeah, David, you were going to say something. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. Well, what I would say is that there are caught off written down laws that archaeologically have been dated to since before 
um, the oldest known manuscripts of the Torah. So uh, to say that the Bible created laws, not really. Uh, laws and moral codes have existed long before that. Um, I mean, but if we're... Are they to the Are they to this level though? Because back when those what you're speaking of the early texts that you're speaking of, murder as long as it was justified is acceptable. We believe that murder under no circumstances, unless your life is in danger, is acceptable in this world we live in now. Do you well, know what I'm saying? I it it depends on what you want to call murder. You know. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, what we did in Iraq was a pre-strike on what we thought was going to be murder. Well, I, I, let's just let's keep it back in the religious context here for yes. a second. Right. Um, you know, the, the, there is the commandment, uh, thou shalt not kill. Yet how many times since getting that commandment were the Israelites, and I'm just using them because they're, I have the, the example in the Bible. How many times were they, they told to go in and just wipe out entire villages? I agree with you. So, you know, what, what's, what's murder? You know, uh, so I'm not being anti-Semitic here. I'm just saying this is, this is, this is the, the written down record from, uh, the Torah. So that, that code of law was for who though? Is I guess is my question. That code of law, I I guess what the what I'm trying it was to say for is that I, group of people, right? But I think all that code of law was always not just for the sake of society. It's for you in another, in the next world too, whatever that may be. I'm not even talking about modern day Christianity, but most of these things were done in honor and service, good, bad, or otherwise, for your treatment in the next realm. You know what I mean? Right. I guess all these things have in common is they all believed in something greater. Right. But, you know, they, I think what you, what simply happens with that is, um, they were following a, 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 their version of God that couldn't quite make up its mind what it wanted to do. Agreed. You know, was it going to say thou shalt not kill? And then turn right around and say, now I want you to go kick ass and, and wipe out this entire village. But, I th- but isn't that arguing the same point that I'm making that's saying that it wasn't just something that we created for everybody to get along. It was created. Well, maybe it was. It, it was, was created you know with that intent. It's it was one in the same, actually. It was created for everybody to get along. And when they realized that they only had limited power, then they said, well, because this person wants you to do that somebody who is greater than them. Right? Right. Turn up in the chat room. It says, it's an inherent human quality. If you and your best friend build a fort and want to start a club when you were kids, you came up with rules for acceptable actions and behaviors in order to be accepted into that club. Right. I think it's... The more that I'm thinking about this, I really believe it's more the chicken and the egg. Well, let's... Which one came first, and they're all kind of the similar... Reasoning, so I guess I, I see it both ways. Well, let's let's leave this. Uh, let's start the discussion. If uh, you're listening to the show, you can go to uh, thisweekingay.com or you can join our Facebook group and uh, post your comments there. Um, what you think? Uh, you know, which came first? Was it religion that divides the laws that are basically everything? that provides us with our morals or more our morals existent before religion. So let's leave it up to listeners to go check us out on this, this week in gay.com or our Facebook group this week in gay and give us your feedback. 
it's a conundrum. That it really means, is. Let's move on in the next email. Uh, Brother Sinatus, would you read that one, please? Sure. Hi, guys. Just wanted to say I love your show. I had for never, <laughs> I had never really taken an interest in podcasts before, mainly because I didn't know that much about them. But now I am a regular <laughs> follower here in the UK, and I'm starting to put together my own show. Probably want, won't be ready for a while, but you have really got my creative juices flowing, so to speak. You ever need a UK correspondent, and we do, for any Always. stories you hear about over here, I would be more than happy to help out. Thanks again, and keep up the awesome work. Best wishes, DJ Mac. Yeah, actually, we've got a couple of people that want to join our show, and they they've been writing to me. So, uh, uh, you know, anyone that uh, is interested in podcasting is welcome to uh, come on the show. And if you have your own podcast, even better, uh, just uh, email me at uh, info at a and I'll 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 write you back. See what we can do. So, all right, let's go on to the news, and obviously. Yeah, I mean, this has been going on for the second week now. Is the Chick Fil A BS that's been going on? Um, <laughs> do we want to just summarize this and whatnot? I mean, it's pretty. I mean, I'm surprised this is still being talked about in the second week, which leads me to believe that this is a distraction for something else that's going on in the world. You know, like an election year. The thing that's interesting about this, because every I put a status on my Facebook, as did many other people, and uh, um, I actually got my status. I'm going to tell you straight up from Christina, from Greetings from Nowhere, and I wrote down on my Facebook status in the most. I'll just give you the the summary of it. That anybody who's supporting Chick Fil A, just defriend me because I don't have time for your bullshit. I'm I'm sick of the anti-gay rhetoric, and what shocks me the most about this is the people who are defiantly do it for several reasons. Because some of them just don't want to be told what to do. Some of them believe in freedom of speech and freedom of religion, and that's what they're looking at. And I'm going to be honest with you. I am a firm, solid believer. I mean, if anybody hasn't noticed listening to me on this show, I am not a lefty liberal. <laughs> I am a moderate, and many times I even creep into Republican area. <gasps> Gasp! I don't have an issue with that. And I think that anybody who can just say I'm a pure liberal or I'm a pure conservative or I'm a pure whatever, I find you to be closed minded and not list, not participating in the discussion. But with that being said, and I'm a firm believer in freedom of religion, huge believer in freedom of religion. But what this person did is went beyond freedom of religion. This person went beyond saying uh, you know, we close on Sundays and we believe we don't believe in gay marriage. And if he ended it there, that would be fine. It's when he continued on and said, I think that it's an abomination against God, blah, blah, blah. Once that was added in, but you said, but, you know, I'm still willing to take their money. That's kind of like saying I don't support the Nazi, po po the Nazi, um, whatever it is, the Nazi party. However, I'm more than willing to make crematoriums for them. <laughs> but, but, it, but really, take any of the stuff that this guy said, and I want you to substitute instead of the name, word gay, I want you to put in blacks or Jews. I think blacks are an abomination. I think Jews are an abomination. 
And why is that wouldn't the country, the people would not react this way. And the reason why is we have declared in this country that is wrong and unacceptable. Being gay, as, as progressive as it's come in this short time in my life, it, it is also still the, the whipping boy. It is still the group that people are allowed to pick on. And I look at these pictures and I think 20 years from now, we're going to look at these pictures of the people in line at Chick-fil-A who are doing it all for the wrong reasons. And some of them probably don't even realize the implications, but we'll look back the same way we looked at the people who were blocking the schools as Johnson sent, sent in the military. Mm. Um, it's people who are welcoming discrimination. Now, it really, to me, is nothing. I won't go there because the most two powerful things you have is your vote and your wallet in this country. And I won't go there, but I think people need to take the, the, the words, and I want you to put in blacks or Jews, and then think about what you're saying. Well, let me ask you guys this, though. Don't you think that this is a little bit of a political ploy because it's an election year to try and create some drama? I mean, it doesn't it seem like... Doesn't it seem like, the, especially with the gay issue, this is the definitive issue to try and start a war with? The only pro the only problem that I think is the economy is the issue, and every time you take the economy or take the uh, focus off the economy, Barack Obama Obama is starting to look good then, because you he's not having to explain what's going on with the economy and all that. Every time it gets taken off the or at least that's what's uh, well I the effect of it is. I, 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 you know, I agree with you the brother Sinatus. It should be that should be the issue, but it seems like this is the issue that whenever anybody wants to throw something in to create either a story or something to, you know, if it bleeds it leads, you know, and create an issue to get everybody riled up they automatically go towards the gay issue. But, you know, Anthony, I don't fully agree with you because it's the gay issue now. And once upon a time, it was the black issue, the the immigration issue, the abortion issue. Right, right, right. It's a social topic. And the reason why is I think people finally realize, and this is why they're playing this card. It's very simple. The, the problems with the economy have nothing to do with who president, who the president is. Conservative George Bush couldn't fix it. Liberal Obama, Barack Obama can't fix it. Why? Because we are a world that is changing. We are a world that because of technology, many jobs have been lost due to technology. And we are have an untrained workforce who are more the worker ants than the college educated people. Yeah, and yeah, the problem is the problem is is the economy is broken and it doesn't matter who's in office, it's gonna take time to fix, period. There is no magic bullet that anybody that Mitt Romney does not have right, the magic right, right. bullet. That, Barack Obama does not have I'm, the magic bullet. I'm not bullets. arguing with the, with you. So on you it. go to something that is going that people will look at because the economy is a dull is a is a dead subject. So you go and you see what are the polarizing things. Abortion not as polarizing anymore. Why? Because it is what it is, and people realize that abortion is not going to affect me because I'm not if I'm an old person I'm not going to get an abortion. But if you bring something that could break down the social fabric in their minds of this country, which is gays and gays having children and educating and making them equals, that is the issue. Now, what's scary about this is it is such a hotbed that for the first time in my life, the where you're seeing this shit going down, this could be something that would drive you into civil war. And I think you may think I'm over speaking it, but this is big. 
And the fact we're seeing the reaction and the fact it's still making news, this is big. That's that's what sort of scares me too, is because it seems like, especially in, you know, Larry probably has experience from, you know, for the military aspect or whatnot, but it seems like they're really pushing this to almost cause us to have a civil war. And... I, I don't know. It's it's it, I, it seems very polarizing at this stage of the game right now, especially with the Chick Fil A thing. The fact that this got so much coverage leads me to believe that they really, really want people to start freaking out and getting their torches and start doing things. I think Chick Fil A has every the, right to do what they did, though. Yeah, but see, yeah, but, see, but see, my thought is I that okay, we get everybody freaked out. They go out and they start shooting people, and then we can start working, take away their guns, and then wait. basically take take control of the. Of wait, the wait, 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 wait! You're mixing oh, up God. mixing metaphors <laughs> because because take the fucking tinfoil hat off. <laughs> it's you're, off. You're mix, but you're mixing metaphors because the shootings had nothing to do with gay rights at exactly. all. Exactly. So don't don't do not convolute the two because no. if you do that, it just takes a second for them to say that. Well, yeah. we had a couple stories this week. In fact, there's a couple stories that I took down that uh, were basically about people getting beat, their their ass kicked because they were gay and whatnot. It seemed- that's different than somebody doing a mass shooting. They right. are completely different things. I know, but don't you think? think- that, that- oh, go okay. ahead, David. I'm sorry. Here, here's here's the crux. You know, something I read last night. Uh, what basically uh, Chick Fil A and a lot of other companies have have basically done they've sustained what's called brand damage brand image damage actually there was where essentially um because they're getting themselves into these political issues whatever side they happen to be on typically the very unpopular side uh, it's hurting their brand image for at least a certain amount of time and you know chick-fil-a is no different than uh, i can't think target you know, there are gays who still won't shop at Target. Um, there are Target gays who don't around, shop, though. who don't go to, um, who don't go eat at Cracker Barrel, uh, even though that their policies changed a long time ago. Yeah, and Target you just know, came it, out with an ad. Recently. Let me finish. Let me finish. Know, I'm just adding some insight. What's happening simply is a lot of people, and the 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 deal with the political donations simply is. And the, the article made the point that people are getting really tired of corporate America horning in on politics. It's like, yes. look, we, yep. get that, we get that there's a law that says you're a person. We get that, um, you know, Citizens United said you can give all this money just like a person would. But that doesn't mean that we're going to like it. Yeah. It's like, why don't you just go back to providing quality products, quality s- services, creating jobs and quit trying to manipulate the system to maximize your profits. Cause that's a lot of what it is to be honest, Dave. The reason why they're all good and crazy is we have reported for forever. As long as I've been on the air, I've always said Chick-fil-A does this. It's never been a secret. The, what, what the issue is now is the uneducated electorate has just now found out, Hey, that's what they're doing. You know what I mean? And the reality is, it's been out there all the time. It's just now that it it's has, been thrown in people's face, now they realize, oh, I have to make a stand. It's hit the tipping point. Correct. You know, it's, it's hit the tipping point. It's, you know, uh, Occupy Wall Street took the message so far. Occupy anywhere else took the message only so far. Um, 
Well, they're still doing the Akibai stuff because basically they are, but yeah. it's not getting the press like it used to. Hey, Larry, Brother Sinise, I mean, feel free to jump in here, guys. I don't. I feel like we're hogging the uh, the show here. Yeah, it's because the whole point is people basically have gotten tired of corporate America uh, having essentially a louder voice than they do. You know, this is still supposedly, in theory, a government fi- for, by, and of the people. But it's becoming very quickly a government for, by, and of the legally created people. Well, the corporations. Not the naturally born ones. Yeah. That's a, a legally created person. Which, you know what's funny about that, David, is the people who are usually screaming the loudest about corporate America and big government being uh, the problem are actually the people who are on the other side at this point. Yeah. Which is yes. really quite, quite, uh, quite strange. Well, it's the ones that basically are screwing the loudest are usually the ones that have when it doesn't affect their self-interest. So, we think they do uh, protest too much. Yeah, I mean the ones there, the teabaggers, are there saying uh, you know less government, more f- freedom, and whatnot. But you know we hate the gays. I mean it, they're they're almost contradicting themselves half the time. I don't think any. I don't think some of these people hate the gays. I think like most people in the world, they fear change. You have to understand that many of this generation was brought up in a time of brainwashing. Yeah. I, yeah. I as a child, believe it or not, 1986, I remember having an air raid drill in school and having the run in the – I may have talked about this before – having the run in the hallway, crouched next to a locker and put my hands over my head. And I remember a teacher saying, get your hands up on your head. And I said, "What? Is, I'm a first grader. I said, what is that going to do? And they said, that way, if it's bombed and debris falls, it'll protect your head. And I said, through my hands? <laughs> you know. But the reality is, I remember growing up in sixth grade and learning about the USSR, and it was a daily fear yeah. that we were going to be attacked at any time. That was 1986, 87. Yeah. yeah. So that's not long ago. And the reality is, we are probably at a greater threat of going to war with some country or the Middle East just blowing us up than ever before. So it is continuous fear-mongering. People are afraid of what could be. Actually, I'm speaking to the perfect person because, <laughs> Anthony, you live on this. Venerable v- right. v- Virgo said, you were first screwed in 1986. I'm going to cry myself to sleep now. <laughs> also, no. another thing, though, is how fast this change is happening. I mean, I can, yeah. I was around when uh, Stonewall happened. I mean, that wasn't the real beginning, but it was pretty close to it. Brother Sinaitis was the drag queen. (laughs) Well, no, I I think Brother Sinaitis, that's from technology. I mean, technology is accelerating. Well, I mean, but if you take a look at it, blacks and women have been (laughs) trying to get their rights for a lot longer. I mean, they didn't have the internet. (laughs) You you know what? Brother Sinaitis, you're right. It's happening so fast that even we comment how strange and how quick it is. I remember, if you remember when New York went legal for marriage equality. Don't you remember I said I was kind of like expecting the people to be walking down the street holding hands and stuff and stuff really didn't on the outlook change. You know, the world right. didn't change in New York State, but it's you don't know what to expect. It's a brave new world and it is. You're absolutely correct. In one presidency, we're looking at the ending of DOMA, the ending of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Gay marriage in seven states, major states, and in this, in, in the country's capital, shit is happening faster than we know what to do with, and that's the problem. Nobody likes change, and nobody likes, you know, it's like changing a fish tank. If you switch the water really fast, the fish are going to die from shock. If you do it gradually and slow, they're going to be able to adjust. And the problem is, mass population is not adjusting. Right. 
And we do need somebody, by the way, we need an ethnic minority or, or, or somebody who is black or Latino or something to be a commentator on this show because there really is a different perspective that they can give that we are unable to offer. I did have Romo on here, here for here. a while. So he, uh... Romo is the whitest black man I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, I mean, it wasn't too long ago. You, but, uh, there was a gay couple who, I mean, kiss in public and you get uh, arrested or booted from a public event and... Well, it's still weird for me to see. I was watching a TV show yesterday and a gay couple kissed on it. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I never, th- I yeah. never thought when I was younger I would ever see it on TV in my lifetime. And you then know, when Queer Smoke about- came on, it was like, holy shit, this is actually well, happening. That- but that's different because that's all gay. I'm talking about a normal show. And, le- you know, let me, let me just say, something that runs through my head many times is the idea of someday getting married. And you know what's weirdest thing in my head is thinking – how am I going to do a wedding ceremony and kiss in front of my father or in front of my grandmother? That just seems so weird. And that's ingrained in me and that's my own discomfort. Right. But I remember being at a friend's gay wedding and I, I, I was so anxiety ridden up to the kiss. How, you know, I, I think at my wedding we're all going to eat with our hands or with chopsticks because I don't want anybody clanging on glasses. <laughs> you know, it sounds stupid, but I think that says a lot being as progressive as I and outspoken as I am in the gay community. The fact that still gives me ajita. Well, yeah, that's because you were brought up to, I mean, you still, that's what you were programmed with, Joey. It well, it's still not, it's still not, the, it's not the society norm. Well, yeah, yeah, and, and like I say every week, I tell kids, you know, be aware of your surroundings. I mean, don't go walking down, you know, Hick, Hickbilly Street and expect for people not to kick your ass. I mean, you got to be protective of what's going on. So, I mean, it's not right, it's not fair. But, it's not right, but it's okay. But but keep keep yourself, you know, protect yourself. Be aware of your surroundings. I mean, rather you be alive and you know be able to. Well, I mean, see, there's two sides to that. I mean, some people are like, well, fuck it, do whatever you want. But, you know, we'd rather have you alive so we can, you know, have you contribute to society than have your ass shot up because you kissed on, you know, Hickbilly Street. It's as I always say, this is not the situation. You know, I, I, and I get feedback for this negative feedback when I'm always like, when people are saying, you know, we've talked about this in other countries where they're fighting for this stuff and people are still being killed. And I know people are like, why isn't my state switch over? And I'm always like, be patient. And they're like, no, I want it now. Well, the reason why you have to be patient and go through the motions is because everybody, it's not that you're not ready, but everybody around you needs to adjust or you're going to have crazy people. Well, you also have to, I mean, there's probably ways to do it more effectively than some ways that we're doing it now. So the trick is, what are the most effective ways to incite change? How do you educate the public to make them understand the issues of gay marriage and, you know, you know where do gays come from and everything like that? I mean... Oh, if I know. <laughs> I think people just tell your personal stories help, but anyhow... Um, it's interesting. The chat room is trying to figure out what they were doing in 1986. So I think, wasn't that when the Challenger exploded? It was. Yes. That's, you, yeah. Before 9-11, that's how I used to figure out life moments that I would try and figure out people's age. And I'd be like, where were you when the Challenger exploded? And if they go, the what? I go, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Fourth grade, I think. I was in fourth grade for me too, and I was in I was in for recess making up work that I missed because I was sick. And they said that the... Uh, the space shuttle exploded because they were watching in another room, the other room. I was in first grade in lunch. Oh, and I in know. our weekly reader, we studied that whole thing because there was a teacher who was going up. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that was the big thing because it was the first one with the teacher. So, all right, yep. let's uh, let's uh, move on. I mean, we have a couple of stories we can touch on right now. Um, Yay! Hey, we've got 15 minutes left to go. All right, so okay. David, go ahead and tell us about Washington State real quick. Yeah, Washington State finalizes marriage equality ballot language. Um, they have finalized the language for Referendum 74, which is a vote to approve the state's new marriage equality law. Uh, the wording remains incredibly straightforward without any of conservatives' redefined marriage rhetoric. Essentially, ballot title. Uh, the legislature passed in gross substitute Senate Bill 6239. That just sounds dirty for some reason. Concerning marriage for same-sex couples, modified domestic partnership law, and religious freedom, and voters have filed a sufficient referendum petition on this bill. This bill would allow same-sex couples to marry, um, preserve domestic partnerships only for seniors, and preserve the right of clergy or religious organizations to refuse to perform, recognize, or accommodate any marriage ceremony. Uh, should this bill be approved or rejected? Those are the two choices. Uh, ballot measure summary. Summary. This bill allows same-sex couples to marry, applies marriage laws without regard to gender, and specifies that laws using gender-specific terms like husband and wife include same-sex spouses. After 2014, existing domestic partnerships are converted to marriages except for seniors. It preserves the right of clergy or religious organizations to refuse to perform or recognize any marriage or accommodate wedding ceremonies. This bill does not affect licensing of religious organizations providing adoption, foster care, or child placement. Uh, so that's basically what uh, the, the so, what, what people are going to see on the ballot. But here's, here's the rest of the article. The refreshing simplicity of this description is a reminder of how those opposed to marriage equality have distorted the religious freedom argument. This law protects religious freedom by not imposing same-sex marriage on any religious organization. No doubt, opponents will still argue that they should not have to recognize same-sex marriages in any aspect of society, an abuse of religious freedom, and open intention to violate the law. Now, That's yes. That's a very well-written article, by the way, from Think Progress. It is. Yeah. <laughs> very, very well done, guys. I have to give you Mr. Zach Ford. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Think Progress usually words their stuff pretty well. They're not really sensationalist on a lot of stuff. Until the last line they gave their editorial comment. Um, well, yeah, but, well, yeah, but I mean, it's not like we haven't seen that happen. You still have the people who want to say, well, I, I shouldn't have to, to, uh, recognize this. That's, that violates my religious freedom. Well, I, I, you also no, have, you also have, I just want a journalist who gives the news. That's really what I want. Yeah. Well, basically, basically what we've seen though, is that if they, if they know that if they if basically, what am I trying to say here? If they have a law that basically says, are you for gay marriage? If they realize that if they say it exactly like that, that they will lose, they will find a way <laughs> to basically reword it so it's so damn confusing to people that people actually will vote against their self-interest because they don't read carefully. Now, right. part of that... Part of that is, you know, people, you got to read what you're voting for. But the other yeah. part of it is that, you know, that's just being sneaky and that's just being douchey. And those well, I, people yeah. need a good douche washing. Well, see, I like I, 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 I like the way that this uh, ballot measure has been written because I have seen ballot measures on in states before that I've, you know, I've lived in Tennessee and Michigan 
And I've seen ballot measures that, frankly, I couldn't tell what I was voting for or against. Yeah. The way it was worded, I didn't know. Um, I didn't know whether I, you know, I, I mean, it's like, on purpose. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. It, it's obvious that they're trying to cloud the issue here. Um, the, well, yeah, I could go for days about ballot measures because we just had one that um, thankfully is going to get put on uh, the statewide ballot. Um, basically, um, the emer- emergency manager law that they had. Um, essentially, this has been all over Matto and everybody else that in Michigan, all the governor has to do is just say that any incorporated township, government, city, whatever, is in a financial crisis, whether or not it's true, and they can have an emergency manager come in who basically just sets aside anything that the mayor, elected board, uh, or whatever has done. They basically, it, it imposes a dictatorship on that town. Yeah. And Benton Harbor is probably one of the worst right now, and Detroit narrowly escaped it. Uh, but Thankfully, uh, the Supreme Court said this ballot measure can go forward. So right now, actually, the law is suspended until Michigan Michiganers have had a chance to vote on it. So, so yeah. What, what do you think the Michigan people are going to do? I'm hoping they're going to vote this motherfucker down. Yeah. Because I, I know in like Flint, uh, Benton Harbor, at least, um, there's several towns where it's already happening. Right. Where the people have been just They've been ready to burn the town hall down. I mean, it's been that bad. Maybe they should burn it down then. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Because it's some beautiful town halls. But I'm, I'm just kidding. saying there, there are a lot of people that's just like. Um, yeah, but you you don't circumvent the law. And I mean, this yeah. is a sidetrack from gay issues. You don't try. Yeah, it is. You, you, you don't try and circumvent the law just because the law isn't working at that time. I mean, at some point. Well, no, it, it, this is an actual law. I mean, this is a an actual past law, uh, passed through a Republican-controlled legislature in both houses, signed into law by a Republican governor. Right, it right. strengthened an existing uh, emergency financial manager, whatever law it was. Originally, it was there was a higher standard of proof to bring in the emergency manager. What it basically said was the governor can just decide that yeah. you're in a financial crisis. And send somebody in and take over your whole government. See, but see how they do it? They do it in little bits. That's first we just pass the law that says and it may have stringent stuff. And then they say, oh, now we're just going to pass the law that says the governor can decide. It's little right. baby steps in how we're losing our well, freedoms, folks. We in get the, the law orig- we deserve. In the original law. In the original law, it was not a bad thing. What it essentially you originally did was if you had, let's just say, a city or township government that could not balance its budget – could not, would not, you had just completely incompetent leadership that was just totally mismanaging things. Um, essentially, what would happen is the state would come in there um, and they would just say, it would be almost like a turnaround firm kind of thing and say, okay, this gets cut, that gets cut, you're going to get rid of this contract, you're going to do this, that, and the other, and whammo. Uh, and they would only come in for as long as they needed just to get things back in shape. Flint went through this a few years ago. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't seem to work too well because they're back under one again. Uh, but um, it was essentially it was essentially the thing of, okay, we're going to give you several times to try to get this thing right. If not, we're going to come in there and, and do it right for you. Buffalo you know, had a control and, and you're board, not, too. Huh? Buffalo at one point had a control board, too. 
Right. You know, it's, it's, uh, it, they were, they were done with originally good intent. It's just the fact that, um, we have a governor who basically ran gateway computer into the ground before he sold it off to China. And he's basically doing the same thing to the state. So you're turning into a silent. Oh, we lost David. All right. Well, I'll try and get David he's Washington. And, and I hope that, uh, <laughs> I hope that the people of Washington speak with a very, very loud voice and say, hell yeah, we want gay marriage. Hey, David, you dropped off there for, a second. for everybody. The vote. Yes. I, I say, I hope that they say, hell yes. We want star. We want, uh, Gay marriage and Starbucks for everyone. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go from Washington to my home state. And Brother Sinaitis, tell us about what's going on with uh, marriage equality. I would like to also let, let our networking uh, know that we are going to go long this evening. So, Okay. Oh, marriage equality could bring $165 million to Ohio. Wow. A small a small group working to bring marriage equality equality to Ohio has released a new report suggesting that the change could earn the state $165 million over three years. Freedom to Marry Ohio, which is collecting signatures for a ballot initiative to overturn Ohio's ban on same-sex marriage, suggested that as many as half of the state's uh, 19,700 same-sex couples might marry in the first three years, as would many of the, from other states. The Columbus area would see an impact of 200 uh, or 20 million, Cleveland 11 million, and so on. So yay! <laughs> I think we got. Well, enough. I mean that's I th- that's uh, uh, that's an interesting approach to present it to the popul to the. I think we got enough signatures. I'm not quite sure where we are in the process of that, but I, I think that might be going back to the ballot again. I'm not quite sure. But I, I think I remember reading somewhere that Ohio got enough signatures to deal with the anti-gay amendment that we passed here back in 2004. So, anyhow. Uh, Yay for Ohio if you did. Say what? Yay for Ohio if you did. It would be nice. Yeah. So, I mean, Ohio is, Ohio's, I mean, the cities are very liberal and the countries are as, as backwards as you can get. I mean, I was driving down country roads back in 2004. It seemed like every farmhouse had a giant Bush Cheney sign and it just, it was just depressing. And just like, really people? Really? <laughs> are you yeah. that, are you that stupid? So, well, all apparently. Right. Uh, back to hey, back to Ohio. Uh, two were actually well. Here's a sad story: two killed after a car accident uh, hits LGBT street event, and two people have died from injuries sustained when a car whose driver, police said, had been under the influence of alcohol hit attendees of a LGBT street event in Cleveland, Ohio, last weekend. Cleveland Pride described the Dancing in the Streets events as one of the Cleveland's biggest LGBT events, raising money and awareness. For the AIDS Task Force, HIV-AIDS community, um, Mitchell and Dilemma, wow, that's oddly s- close to my name, wow, uh, 27... It's a conspiracy, man! <laughs> <laughs> and Dilemma, wow, that's scary, uh, 27 in ba- Basil Base, 44 understood to have been killed when Timothy Spock's car, wow, crashed through the steel barricade, you could have come with a weirder... Group of names, yeah. 
Uh, the SUV is reported to have hit four people in the crowd. Police confirmed Mr. Spock, 35, was drunk and had three prior OVIs, a charge of operating a vehicle while under the influence. Tracy Jones, CEO of the 88th Task Force, Ray Cleveland, said the events of Sunday are shocking and heartbreaking. Our hearts are out. Our hearts are with the victims, their families, and loved ones. We will do whatever we can to show our support and honor these impacted by the tragedy. Um, that name just keeps throwing me for a loop. It's like one letter off from my last name. Mitch was amazing. We always remember him for his positive attitude and short shorts. We love you, Mitch. Please keep his girlfriend Constance in your thoughts as she was hit as well. And Mr. Spock was charged with aggravated vehicular... Vehicular. Yeah, homicide. He's a douchebag. So, and an ugly one as well. So, um, so yeah. So there was there was another story um, about a group that had literally had like two lesbians were in a mall and they had their like heads being in from like the security guards or something. It was just uh, it's like I know you want me to do the uh, the the uh, make people weird, just Joey, but some of these stories are just so depressing. I don't even want to talk about. Well, them. it's not. But I mean, in all honesty, as you were reading it to me, it's not a gay story. It it wasn't a hate crime. It wasn't a violent thing. It just I mean, that story, to be honest, I look at a story like that, and as far as I'm concerned, that could have been somebody, a drunk driver ran into the Italian festival. Right. A drunk driver ran into the Irish parade. It's not a gay story. It's just a tragedy that happened to a gay person unintentionally. The fact that they are gay, I actually, this is actually the type of story that I would not like to report, because since we're trying to assimilate into society, it makes no sense to, unless right. it's something that locally affected one of us. Uh, this is just as normal as any other DWI or, or drunken uh, accident. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, and actually, now that you've said that, that kind of makes more sense because I mean, we really don't know if the motives are if it, this was just a douchebag that was right. Just drunk. If it was somebody who hated gays and got drunk and got into a car and was screaming, you know, die faggots. Okay, different ball game. This is just wrong place, wrong time. It could have been anybody. Yeah, let me uh, look for that other story real quick. Uh, go go ahead and continue on the next story. I'm going to look for that one uh, that I cut out this week. So whoever's next, I don't have it in front of me. Um, Larry. Larry. Proponents of Proposition 8, the voter-approved ban on gay marriages in the U.S. state of California, have asked the Supreme Court to overturn two lower judgments that it was unconstitutional. The non-recognition... <laughs> The non-recognition of new same-sex marriages in California continues as two judgments which found ballot which found a ballot, the ballot measure to violate the Constitution have been stayed pending further appeals. Marriage equality opponents have now asked the Supreme Court to decide finally whether the previous two decisions were right. In 2008, statewide Proposition 8 ballot revoked Californian citizens' rights to marry any person of the same sex. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upheld rulings that the public vote was unconstitutional this year. The petition to the Supreme Court says the Ninth Circuit's error, if left uncorrected, will have widespread and immediate negative consequences. The Ninth Circuit's sweeping dismissal of the important social interests served by the traditional definition of marriage is tantamount to a judicial death sentence for traditional marriage laws throughout the circuit. The court will therefore decide the question of marriage rights in California if it, de if it declines to hear the case. The June ruling will come into effect 
If it takes up the case, it will issue its own final ruling on the legality of the gay marriage ban. Rick Jacobs, founder of the Courage Campaign, said that the late Ronald Reagan would say, well, they, well, there they go again. The president of the United States, a majority of the Ameri American public, two federal courts, and most of America's NATO allies view marriage equality as a fact. But Brian Brown, Charles Cooper, Brian Brown, Charles Cooper, Andy Pugno, and Mitt Romney continue to stampede over the cliff of historical irrelevance, insisting that America will cease to function if gays and lesbians can marry. The major problem is that this thesis is that seven states and the District of Columbia welcome marriage for all, and the country functions just fine. The sun still shines, and the world still rotates on its axes. <laughs> we can only hope that the Supreme Court will once again act for all Americans on the right side of history, not for a few historical ones. Not for... You still there, Larry? Yeah. Secret, I, it just read odd to me, sorry. Uh, John Lewis, Marriage Equality, USA's legal director, said that the Ninth Circuit Court decision on the Proposition 8 was absolutely correct and followed Supreme Court president closely. He continued, Proposition 8's targeting lesbian and gay people and taking away their freedom to marry violated the equality and fairness guarantees of the United States Constitution. Mr. Luz added that it is crystal clear that the 14th Amendment applies to each and every American in all aspects of our lives, included mar including marriage equality. The U.S. Constitution guarantees equality for all, not equality for some. And that's it. Yay. <laughs> so, Joey, Mr. Uh, who's been predicting how this is going to go, what do you think? It's a it's it's a cry for them, you know, because they're they were firmly sure that every step of the way it would get upheld, upheld, upheld. So this is just this is a final attempt. This is typical legal, and this is how our country works. You just have to go and jump the hoops until it hits the final power. You know the reason the reason why, and you may think, why are they trying to go backwards and have the have the court say no, 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 they were wrong in the ruling is because. If the Supreme Court doesn't rule on this, and sometimes I think the Supreme Court may say, we're not ruling on Prop 8, we're letting the last court stand. They're done. Game over. By them not ruling, they're ruling. Yeah. So they're trying to undo whatever they can. And it's I, like I said, I think the Supreme Court is going to make a rule on DOMA. And once you make a rule on DOMA, that's going to be much more powerful. I found that article. But, okay. but. This Chick-fil-A thing, hate to tell you, but this makes Supreme Court look and say, fuck, this country is divided. Are we willing to go to war over this? Yeah. Hey, I, I found that the article, basically it's um, from South America, lesbian being unconsciously by security guards after kissing girlfriend at shopping center. A South African lesbian woman said she was beaten unconscious by shopping mall security guards after they saw her kiss her girlfriend goodbye. Um, possible. Yeah, basically goes in. She kissed her, and then, um, and she basically, I guess, they started beating her. Um, and then let's see. Police allegedly told the couple to drop their charges if it wasn't a big case and would be expensive. Activists quoted the above link story saying eight to ten homosexuals have been murdered in South Africa in just the last few months. So, um, so yeah, it, 
once again, kids, be be wary of where you are, but you know, you fight for your rights, but just take a look around and make sure you get you have. I think the best advice someone gave me is if you're ready to lose, be ready to lose everything to stand up for what you believe in. Keep you know the thing I just want to point out is keep in mind we're a country who went into a civil war a little over 150 years ago. That's not a long time. No. And ultimately, what was that civil war over? Not over equality of people, not over racial lines. It was over one half really believing one thing and the other half really believing the other thing and saying, I want the government to get out of my life, which is basically what happened. And this is kind of the preface. This is where we are right now. Unfortunately, mm. and it's scary, it's exactly where we are right now because we we've had slaves all these years. We believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. I don't need the government telling me this is wrong. Same walk, folks. So I mean, it it is scary. Well, let's let's hopefully let's hope that we we've grown in our intellectual uh, prevalence that we don't necessarily need to go to war to actually get this taken care of. <laughs> you say that from the side who thinks they're right. Yeah, right. but also, I mean, we didn't go to war for, I mean, you know, for black, black skin, their civil rights. I mean, it, it had nothing to do with that. It um, had nothing well, you, to do with that. That was a strategic move by the president in order to cripple the South. Right. Don't anybody ever believe Are you talking about that's what this, which president? Lincoln. Oh, I'm talking don't, about like in the 50s. Well, I know, but I'm making a point that that don't ever believe the Civil War was fought over equality for for slavery and for blacks. No, it's for over states' rights, but states. Yeah, don't rights, ever. Yeah, but this is exactly was, what we're battling right now. Yeah, states' rights basically also said that you could discriminate on slaves, which is you know that I mean that's what people don't understand. You have the federal government, and the federal law should always trump the states' laws. But that does. doesn't except except right now we're saying states have the right to discriminate against two people getting married. Yeah, I know. What's I the know. difference? I know it's it's not it's it's a tricky situation because the it's actually because it's actually cons- worse now. It's worse because those people who were being discriminated from were property and didn't have a vote. These are people who actually have a vote. They're not before they weren't discriminating their own citizens. They were discriminating property. Right. This time they're actually discriminating their citizens, much like Chick Fil A saying. We'll take your money. We just think you're going to burn in hell. Yeah, well, that's why. It, we, they're they're very much the same thing. Well, but yeah, I forget where I was going with this, but um, I, I I sort of agree with you, Joey. But I just I'm hoping I I would like to hope that we're an intellectual enough, at least maybe they would like to think the younger generation realizes that this is stupid to go to war over stuff. To be continued on tomorrow's The Transformers.